What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. It's a little bit like obviously you can paint a house or you can paint a, a portrait or a paint, paint obviously a you know an abstract a piece of abstract art and they're not all the same kind of painting. Uh, so it's it's to see see words as that kind of uh, paint that you can use in different ways. That is Graham Harper, Dean of Oakland University Honors College in Michigan. Hello. I'm your host, Venkatraman. This episode is on creative writing, part of our podcast series on college majors to serve as a primer for high schoolers. We are fortunate to have Dean Harper, professor and award-winning novelist with us on our podcast. Dean Harper came to creative writing by way of history and English literature. His first novel won an award before it was even published. Dean Harper has since published over three dozen fiction and non-fiction books. In this podcast, Dean Harper tells us what creative writing is, elements of creative writing, the role of imagination, the skills needed to study creative writing, and the career opportunities. Now. Before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. Creative writing is indeed writing where the imagination is heightened. So mm -hmm. the use of, use of the imagination is at a heightened level, which mm -hmm. means that in many ways it has similarities with other kinds of writing, except for that fact. In many ways, that becomes the question. Do you think it's fiction? Is it poetry? Is it a script? Is it something for a computer game? So you start to think about uh, what, what's the medium by which the imagination is is um, expressing itself. But certainly read uh, mm -hmm. because it'll give you models, uh, models to look at, models to, to uh, imitate, models to actually challenge by doing something different. But literally many software programs and, and things that we now can get access to that help generate ideas and at least in some sense take a little bit, if, if, if a writer uh, wants it to, take a little bit uh, of the burden away from trying to generate uh, potential uh, structures and forms and so forth that, that creative writing uh, uses. So, I mean, it can be used in a very literal sense as a, as, as a mechanism to, I guess, make more creative, you could say. Uh, if you've ever read, and I'm sure we all have, a really great piece of creative writing, a novel, piece of poetry, mm -hmm. or whatever it happens to be, and thought, "Wow, how did that person express that way, way, that particular emotion or that particular idea that way?" You know that a good creative writer can be a very convincing job applicant um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for many jobs. <laughs> These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters. Alma Matters. matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Dean Harper. So without further ado, here is Dean Graham Harper. With that, uh, maybe we can jump in and ask the basic question. What is creative writing? It's a, it's a 
question, the, the question of what is creative writing is a basic question and yet somehow very complex <laughs> because <laughs> creative writing is indeed writing where the imagination is heightened. So mm -hmm. the use, use of the imagination is at a heightened level, which mm -hmm. means that in many ways it has similarities with other kinds of writing except for that fact. So mm -hmm. the imagination being heightened might mean that uh, some of the areas that are explored or the ideas that are explored or the emotions that are explored are driven by this imaginative leap, uh, mm -hmm. which may, may be fantastical or, or uh, unusual, or it may simply be a reconfiguration of what somebody has uh, observed in the world. So it may not be fantastical. It may simply be a, a rereading or it may come from memory. But all those things are actually a heightened version of the imagination. So it means that creative writing is not that different to other kinds of writing in many ways, except for that particular way, which is the writing that uh, writing is heightened imaginative writing. How do you how do you get to that imaginative state, if you will, or is that something that the creative writing process wouldn't uh, help with? Well, you know, if you look at the, the facts that the imagination works in three ways, it either completely uh, constructs from, as I say, uh, a kind of imaginative fantasy. So it's completely fantastical and completely not about what is uh, real and observable, mm -hmm. or it re reconfigures and it, uh, and it does uh, essentially a, a re reversion of reality. So it might be an alternative reality, but it's still a, an observable or um, believable reality. Or indeed, it draws from uh, fr from memory. Mm -hmm. So you can get to creative writing uh, and, uh, from any one of those particular imaginative positions, and using that idea that it's essentially able to uh, draw on one of those imaginative uh, routes into the writing itself. Most of the rest of what happens with creative writing is about what sort of forms are available to us or what sort of forms of traditional uh, to, to write creatively. So in many ways, that becomes the question. Do you think it's fiction? Is it poetry? Is it a script? Is it something for a computer game? So you start to think about uh, what, what's the medium by which the imagination is, is um, expressing itself. Are those sort of the main elements of creative writing? I think the main elements then are really that combination of, okay, I'm going to be drawing on my imagination as, as the tool. And then what, what is that tool applied to in terms of the form, form and the structure? Yeah, yes, exactly. That's exactly it. So I think the the mystery of it uh, needs to be not, not so much gotten rid of, because I think it's wonderful to have things in the arts in particular that are slightly mysterious and ethereal and maybe even slightly transcendental. So they're, they're things beyond the ordinary. But at the same time, it sometimes frightens people away from the idea of doing creative writing because it somehow seems to be uh, something that they, that they might say, oh, well, I'm not really a, a creative person. I think that that's exactly what uh, stops people doing it. So I would say, you know, look at it as something that anybody can, can participate in, but at the same time, uh, recognising that the, the tool of the imagination, the, the fact that the imagination is the key thing, uh, is, is the important part of it. Uh, in terms of the first recognition, then the second recognition is actually that there are structures and forms out there that we use for creative writing uh, that will make it familiar to other people, readers and audiences and so on. How do you, how do you go about the process of creative writing? How, how does one 
sort of if there is a um, a recipe or set of steps or or is it as creative as the as the concept <laughs> itself? <laughs> Well, that's a good point. It is kind of as creative as concept itself, but I would say, and it's a, somewhat of a cliche, but the, cl- the the real clue to it is to start. I mean, as I say, people worry about where to start, worry about whether they can do it. Uh, beginning writers often find that the most difficult idea is essentially where, where and how and can I start? So mm-hmm. I would say simply start. That That's the first thing. Simply start. And then ultimately do read i mean reading is so important uh and but for some people maybe it's watch as well i mean it doesn't mean you have to see reading as reading on a page it could be reading a screen uh mm-hmm. it could be re- reading a visual image so i'm not saying reading in a narrow sense but certainly read uh mm-hmm. because it'll give you models uh models to look at models to to uh imitate models to actually challenge by doing something different but that that's another part of it as well uh and so the process the actual way of uh doing it understanding it is obviously uh, to to begin and to mm-hmm. let the you know let the words in, in some ways let, let the ideas let the imagination that you're applying at a kind of heightened level let it take you forward don't feel like there's anything that you need to uh do from a traditional sense that has to be done. There is nothing in creative writing that has to be done. It's not like a technical manual or a, a, a you know, guide to anything. It's not uh, a form that requires you to do things in certain ways. So that's a real uh, kind of release for people. On the other hand, it's also a real challenge. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it. Begin and don't feel threatened by it. Let yourself go with the flow. So just like other writing, is there a, uh, you know, um, a, a beginning, a middle, and the end, or is this sort of really, you know, I, I don't want to say ill-defined, but it is right. Uh, it's left to you. I think, in the terms of the end product, remembering that creative writing is largely the actions you undertake, and the actions you undertake, I'd say, are, are what we want to try to understand in creative writing. The product, uh, the thing that you produce, the object, the the literature, if you like, uh, in many cases is uh, a portion of it so mm-hmm. it's not the only thing uh, mm-hmm. so there is there is often a beginning middle and end often not always in the end end product mm-hmm. but in the in terms of the doing of it in terms of the action sure of course there's somewhere you begin there's always somewhere you end and in the middle you're doing something right. but ultimate, ultimately it's a it's a pretty fluid process it's not the sort of thing you need to see as uh, linear uh, yeah. so many creative writers will work sideways if you like they'll be going yeah. forward but yeah. they're also you know revisiting uh, and and so forth they're not necessarily going forward in a step-by-step linear way and and that that is totally fine and, and not to be phased by that is is one of the key uh key ideas is if you start to get phased by the idea that you may go sideways you may not necessarily progress very far for days or weeks or months uh, that's not a problem that's how creative writing tends to work uh some people rattle on through to the end and other people go backwards and forwards and crossways uh, for, a, for a lot of time. Uh, and that's all good. It's very individual. So, so how has creative writing changed over time? Is this sort of as old as a humanity or is this something that is a relatively young area? 
It is. I mean, once we began to write, so obviously there's a pre-writing stage. And I remember creative writing is only really, you can only really talk about it in terms of literate cultures. And I'm not talking about illiterate uh, illiterate culture. I'm, right. I'm talking about some parts of the world, uh, uh, writing and, and reading are not the way in which people uh, communicate. So we can't really see creative writing as something that is uh, universal or that it has to be you know it's it's part of the written cultural world not sure. the non-written cultural world so that, that's entirely fine now, non the non-written cultural world also explores stories and ideas and images uh, but often in an oral fashion and doesn't necessarily write it down uh, okay. so you know this is something of a particular uh, wide range of cultures but it's still a particular range of cultures okay. and it has changed over time because writing's changed over time. The way in which we inscribe things has changed mm -hmm. over time. Technologies have changed. Tools from the, you know, obviously from the from the scribing things uh, in those stages where it was very mechanical, mechanical process, or uh, right the way through to the digital processes we use now. But mm -hmm. ultimately, the the tools have affected the way in which writing works. So, it, it, absolutely, right. Writing has similarities with its origins, but it also has substantial differences based on the way the tools have changed. And obviously, as the world's changed. Um, ideas, cultural ideas, and so on, have, have influenced different writing forms, uh, and new forms have, have emerged uh, as well. So, it's a fluid and and constantly changing, uh, as I say, art, art form, but form of communication as well. So, listen, it's an interesting thing that you just said um, that tools have impacted uh, the creative writing. Um, it, it's a probably a larger philosophical question, but. <laughs> are tools impacting how people, how creative uh, a person can be? I think more so now than ever, of course, the amount of uh, stimulus you can get because that we have uh, so much electronic influence, uh, from, uh, you know, that that's part of it. So they are in that respect, uh, giving people more exposure to things that are beyond the local, which may in, in some cases, obviously stimulate ideas that wouldn't otherwise uh, have been stimulated. So you could say that makes people more creative in that respect. I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, intriguing discussion from psychologists around what stimulates the imagination and what stimulates the mind generally. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that more, more broad-based exposures, clearly, clearly something we could argue uh, does that, that high degree of stimulation. But there's also an element there, I think, that there are many, uh, literally many software programs and, and things that we now can get access to that help generate ideas and at least in some sense take a little bit, if, if, if a writer uh, wants it to, take a little bit uh, of the burden away from trying to generate uh, potential uh, structures and forms and so forth that, that creative writing uh, uses. So, I mean, it can be used in a very literal sense as a as, as a mechanism to, I guess, make more creative, you could say, uh, by using software that helps us uh, do that. On the other hand, you know, the basics are really still there. The fact that what we're talking about is the human mind uh, yeah. being stimulated to communicate in a in a aesthetically pleasing way with a heightened imagination. And that is pretty much what creative writing has always been. It's just uh, that the potential stimulus may be greater and the, the fact that you can perhaps draw on some electronic uh, resources to help help you do that. So, you know, there are similarities to ancient times and things that are clearly of, of contemporary times. Yeah, it's fascinating. 
So let's come back to the basic question then of um, creative writing, your teaching courses. It's obviously mm -hmm. part of curricula. Um, so can we all learn creative writing? Is that, is that something, is it teachable? Is it learnable? I think there's, there's two things in that question. Firstly, the answer would be yes, I think everybody can learn to be a creative writer and learn to write creatively. I don't think there's any question about that. Anybody that can learn to write can learn to write creatively. So I don't see that as at all a question. But mm -hmm. if we ask the second question, can anybody learn to be a great creative writer? Uh, then we're in a dif different place because what we're right. really talking about there is obviously cultural, uh, societal recognition of what is great literature, what is a great film script, and so on and so on. That's a little different. That's a little bit about saying, uh, you know, sure. what's, what taste uh, is being applied in the contemporary world to particular pieces of writing. Uh, you might appreciate something that somebody else doesn't appreciate. So it also gets kind of personalized. Yeah. So in many ways, the question about some, can somebody be a good or great creative writer is different to whether somebody can write creatively. I would say the answer to the first is absolutely. And the answer to the second is maybe. <laughs> okay. So basically you're saying the structural aspects are absolutely teachable, you know, the impact or whatever um, the writing might have is very different. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That, that's, that's, a, that's a very good way to put it, for sure. So what, what, do, what does a student need to have by way of competency or skill so that they can uh, study creative writing or uh, be you know, first study, because then the being good part really depends. So I think it's a, it's a case of everybody in, a, in again, liter a literate culture will be aiming to be able to write and read uh, at a level that is uh, able to, to, to support their role in, in that particular culture and society. So the writing skills are likely to develop at different levels with uh, different people at different points, but there would be a general sort of sense with anybody that they reach a certain point, a, a kind of parameter of uh, general writing skills. Mm -hmm. the, the aspect then that, that people that are interested in uh, creative writing need to get into, the aspect is obviously the imaginative side and clearly that ability to see words as an, uh, an art, an art uh, art tool as well as a communication medium yeah. is going to be a key thing. So to do that, really, it's to play. play playfulness uh, is a key element. To feel words can be used uh, mm -hmm. in a set, aesthetic fa fashion, you know, can be used as a, as a form of art rather than used simply as a communication medium. And mm -hmm. to do that, to, to play with ways they can do that. To not feel too restricted by language use, but in fact, find it to be it's a little bit like obviously you can paint a house or you can paint a, a portrait or a paint, paint obviously a you know an abstract a piece of abstract art and they're not all the same kind of painting. Uh, so it's it's to see see words as that kind of uh, paint that you can use in different ways. And I think that that's exactly it. It's to 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 feel thrilled and excited by that uh, imaginative language use uh, and to try some things there's always going to be things that don't work uh, for every mm -hmm. creative writer. And that, that includes the you know, most famous creative writers we can think of. We've yeah. got things uh, that don't work. So I would say, as I say, enjoy it. 
enjoy the fun of it, enjoy the play of it, and use use words as a as a creative uh, means to express uh, ideas and emotions and so forth. And then then that's the basic that's the basics. I mean, you don't really need to get too hung up on uh, some of the more technical structural aspects. That that they are, that aspect is learnable. So so what 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 kind of career opportunities um, exist after getting a creative writing uh, degree. I, I, I can, I can mm-hmm. think of a bunch, but, yeah. I, and also, uh, uh, you know, a side question is, is this something that goes along with another uh, major or topic or is it mm-hmm. a standalone? Increasingly, it has been a, a tendency to imagine creative writing as a standalone for many folks because it does have so many elements to it so it's possible to sort of study and and major and and make it a key focus on the other hand creative writers often partnered obviously with things like literature and language study uh it's sometimes partnered with things like cinema studies uh occasionally it's partnered with other art for art areas so music and so forth and even more interestingly, sometimes it's partnered with the social sciences and sciences so there are ways in which creative writing does some inform and, and indeed can be can be studied in partnership. It's most often an English literature and, and creative writing partnership that we find, and that's probably the most common in every nation that does creative writing would be English literature with creative writing. And, you know, in many ways, the, the, the fields that people go into are similar uh, mm-hmm. to the fields somebody studying English would go into. So you have all those areas where writing is substantial, whether it's in the communication industries, including things like uh, obviously journalism, media and those areas. Uh, creative writing, though, also gives you the opportunity, I think, to show that you can use uh, use. Uh, language in a particularly spectacular way so folks uh, are often found in areas like advertising marketing and so on as well Uh, and if you've ever read and I'm sure we all have a really great piece of creative writing a novel piece of poetry Mm -hmm. or whatever it happens to be and thought wow how did that person express that way way, that particular emotion or that particular idea that way you know that a good creative writer can be a very convincing job applicant um, (laughs) for for many jobs (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's, it's a key skill. It's like, uh, you know, many other of the humanities and arts uh, areas. There are many things you learn in creative writing that can apply to many jobs, whether it's in business or, or even in technology fields that don't seem obvious in terms of studying creative writing, but they clearly uh, are fields that benefit from somebody who can write in imagine, imaginative ways. So it, it's quite a large range of things that creative writing can be used for uh, as, as a minor or indeed as a major. If I can switch to a little personal discussion here, um, I just kind of wanted to talk about why you find creative writing so exciting. How did you get into it? What's Mm -hmm. your own personal journey into this? So I started off uh, really as a historian and English literature major and, and thought I would go into something actually at one point connected with the law uh, really uh, went on to study uh, economic history. So that's, uh, it's to some people quite dry. So it's a sort of a combination of history and then studying the sort of statistical and uh, general information about uh, economies and so forth that mm-hmm. feed into points of history. I mean, it really doesn't suggest wildly creative activity. But what I, what I became interested in was a sort of historical novel uh, and how that depicted particular 
times uh, uh, of people's uh, lives in in those times and so forth. You know, it really got me interested in how fiction could actually explore the individual lives in in parts of history. And I, I ended up mm-hmm. writing a novel that won an award before it was even published, and then didn't get published. In fact, that it was my next novel that got published, and mm-hmm. then it won a won an award so at that point I was still you know in my early 20s and I had this literary award and realized that actually I really enjoyed writing and it seemed as though uh, it it was something that I was at least reasonably good at and then the first uh, doctorate I was living in Australia at that point the first doctorate in creative writing was created at the University of Technology Sydney and I was the first candidate to undertake it and Mm -hmm. next thing you know Next thing, you know, well, it wasn't quite next thing, you know, it took a few years, but I ended up with the first doctorate in creative writing that was awarded in Australia. So it was awarded for a novel that was published uh, a few years later, and uh, I continued on that track. So it was somewhat fortuitous. On the other hand, I guess it was that passion for expressing yourself through, as I say, the creative use of language uh, that sort of drove me that direction, because I I honestly didn't, I, I, I wrote a little bit. Uh, as a teenager, but not, frankly, any more than anybody else. I wasn't a particularly passionate writer as a teenager, but late teens, early 20s, I I wrote a couple of stories. And then by the time I was in my early to mid 20s, I was, as I say, starting to undertake these uh, more formal educational things that I really had not predicted I'd be doing. So, yeah, I think like many writers, you you sort of come to it because uh, you're drawn to it after you've tried it a little bit. And uh, I went on, I started, did in fact uh, do a, another doctorate. I did two doctorates that were, had a creative writing reference mm-hmm. point. So in many, in many ways, I guess, uh, it began to be something that I'd looked at, not just uh, in a personal way, but the fact that the field was growing uh, in higher education and universities, and it has done for the last quarter of a century now, I sort of got involved in that and and here we are so yeah it's a great passion of mine and and it's something i enjoy personally but i also know that the students i work with get so much out of it uh that it's just wonderful to watch people explore creative writing and see the spark that that emerges and 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 what they do with it i wanted to ask you about um you know the award that you got uh you said before it was your novel was even even published right and now you know you know in, in your case you got a pretty, pretty clear signal that you were good at it um was that instrumental in sort of propelling you forward in the creative writing or, or did you have something within you that said that you were good at it i was just trying to get a sense of how did you sort of arrive at that that you were pretty good at it or very good at it well it's an interesting point because i i did have some early success uh, that way, as you say, and then then I tried some experiments. I think you know you, you you do get a sense that you know something about it, even though you're still questioning. Perhaps then you try yeah. something, and people say, you know, people say they don't say it impolitely, but they sort of say with the next thing you attempt, oh, this is awful, and, and they don't necessarily <laughs> say it to your face. And at that <laughs> point, yeah, at that point, like with many writers, at the same, you do begin to question. So you have to have more than a belief you can do it. Otherwise, you, know, yeah. you have to really want to do it because somebody at some point, they won't necessarily say it to your face, will think something you've done is pretty atrocious. And they will think that uh, possibly for your whole writing career. I mean, it basically has to be something that is within you that, that drives you to do it. Otherwise, you, you know, the, the taste of other people and the, and the responses of other people and, and so forth are not 
going to be the sustenance that you need. The sustenance that you need to keep going is really your belief that you enjoy doing it and you're feeling that it's something that you need to do uh, to communicate. It's yeah. not just just for yourself. It's often a case that you do want to communicate something that you hope other people enjoy uh, reading or, or watching, as I say, in this case of theatre and film and right. so forth. Yeah. Uh, but no, I would say very much it's got to be something within you. If, you. if you're reliant on the idea that you'll get great responses from everybody because you kind of feel like you might know what you're doing, then you're going to come unstuck pretty quickly because you'll find <laughs> at one point somebody will go, no, they won't, as I say, they won't necessarily say it which you'll know that they didn't really think what you uh, accomplished was all that great. So no, something within yourself for sure. That's, that's, a, that's a great viewpoint. So finally, um, before I wrap it up, um, what, what is probably for you the most satisfying aspect of being a creative writer, a creative um a teacher of creative writing how, how, what is what is probably the most exciting or satisfying part so there's sort of two questions there i guess for me uh, on a personal level i know that i'll be doing this for the rest of my life it's something that i enjoy so much i'll do it regardless uh, i enjoy coming up with an idea and exploring it to the end where it's something that's produced a novel or a short story in particular uh yeah. and i'll just do it i just I, i'll do it and and these days in many ways i get things uh, published uh, with publishers I've worked with before. And so there's some satisfaction in that, but I think the biggest satisfaction is I know that I've got a medium to express myself that, that I feel is a great medium to, to explore and, and to, to share with other people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think th then on the other hand, that, that aspect of, you know, uh, studying it and continuing to do it and so forth. I think in that, in that respect, there's an element there of, uh, knowing that students that are doing it will also feel that. Uh, I often see, and I did recently with a, a student uh, who submitted a, a senior project that she did uh, as part of the Honours College, uh, and it was just this most miraculous memoir, and it was a creative memoir, and I, I, I just read uh, the first few pages and just thought, this is a miraculous piece of work. So to watch mm -hmm. students just explore and find a medium that they enjoy and come up with something that just makes me so excited about what they might do with their work, both at the point of being students and if they continue to, to write. The other thing, of course, is that there's nobody insists you, you continue to write. So if you're enjoying it as a student, uh, it's not an obligation to, to become right. a creative writer. And But on the other hand, knowing that you can do it and, and enjoying doing it, you've got something there that you can... It's like people that play music but don't necessarily do it professionally. It's the same thing. There's yeah. no insistence yeah. you have to do it. Uh, but it's, it is it is from a professor's point of view a glorious thing to, to watch somebody use the, uh, the medium of creative writing and, and just do it so well and enjoy it so much while they're doing it. So uh, whether you can go on and do it professionally or not, or, or, or you're just doing it and, you, and you're enjoying doing it, I think from a professor point of view, it's just fabulous to see people doing this. And, and especially when you do it yourself and, and you watch somebody do something and think, wow, that's just spectacular. So very enjoyable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Graham, for uh, taking the time and, uh, I thought it would be a little rushed, but I think it worked out really well. Um, so thank you for taking the time and telling us about creative writing. I think high schoolers are going to benefit immensely from uh, your viewpoints and your uh, instruction here. So I'm sure we'll talk more, but for right now, thank you so much again. Take care. Be safe.
Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> sure thing. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast on creative writing with Dean Graham Harper of Oakland University. Dean Harper gives us a great overview of creative writing, the elements of creative writing, career opportunities, and the skills to pursue undergraduate study. I hope this podcast inspires you to learn more about creative writing as a major. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io with the subject line, creative writing. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma Matters. Matters.